Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today, we are covering Centaur World Season 2, Episode 6, The Ballad of Becky Apples, and Centaur World Season 2, Episode 7, The Hootenanny. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher who is a humongous fan of Centaur World. I love it. I've seen it many times. And I am here with a former student of mine, Kurt, who has never seen Centaur World before and is watching it for the first time. And uh, so, folks, let's uh, let's say hello to Kurt. Kurt, hello. Hi, everyone. I am Kurt, and I might become a potential fan of Centaur World. I mean, a bit hinged on these final three episodes, two of which we'll discuss today. We'll, we'll have to see. I don't know. How did I feel about it, Mr. Sal? Mm, no one knows. It for me. Well, let's sit back with a hot stein full of corn dogs, and I'll tell you of the most beautiful horse. That's not even in this episode, but you know what? I don't know what that is. Like okay. Wait, where, where's that from? <laughs> it's, it's, from the Ho- it's from the Hootenanny. But oh, okay. Then I, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I, I, I co-opted it into this one. So it's, uh, it's, right. it's, it's, it's in the episode here. I mean, yeah, uh, there we go. So, yeah, it's, it's in our podcast episode. Exactly. So I, I think that you have been hankering for a Becky Apples episode for quite a while. Uh, I think so. I think you enjoyed that. I think you probably did not miss the music as much as a, a casual, uh, a, not a casual, as much as most fans would. Uh, so I think that's probably okay. Uh, I think there's plenty of humor and some decent action sequences. I think you really liked this episode. I think you gave it a nine. Okay. So do you think I didn't miss the music? Yes. I think you did miss the music. I think you like music. Um, I think you just made that way. That's okay. I am a musical guy. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, I think if there's anything you wouldn't really like about this episode, I don't think there's anything you would dislike. I mean, I, I, I think the only thing you would dislike is the fact that um, it's not a centaur world. But I think you're okay with that. So I think, I think you, I think you gave this one. I think you really like Becky Apples. I think you actually like love Becky Apples. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> either either I've got it spot on or I'm dead wrong. That, that's what I can tell from that giggle there. But I think I think I've got that spot on. So I think I'm wondering if you could have given this a 10. Like, did you give this a 10? Hmm. No. No, you gave it a nine. Because Baden is in there. I don't think you like Baden. You don't like you don't like the bird tars. He did the texting stuff. That that annoyed you enough to give it a nine. You gave it a nine. It's your boy, Baden. Uh, I, I actually gave it an eight. I did. Oh, I really miss the music. I gave uh, it a nine. I gave it a low nine. I yeah. yeah nine. I, and I, I think it's totally reasonable. It's a really good episode. I, I love Becky Apples. I love Ryder. I love Water Baby. Like, I, I love everything about this episode, except for Baden uh, and the lack of music. Also, actually, it, it's, it's just not as touching and moving it's not as heavy on the emotional intelligence and mental health themes as the other episode is. and so i actually missed that stuff more than i missed the music in this episode yeah that's fair there's not there's not uh, there's not really too much about like emotional intelligence mental health and just some stuff that might have moved but yeah it's not it's not there's not a whole lot in this episode that's true it's, it's a lot of but, well i mean what i like about this episode is like and i it, a bit of what annoyed me but something i really liked though is like getting to know writer independent mm-hmm. of horse like all, all we really yes. know about writer is like 
it's horses rider and then yes we learned about the season finale like okay no rider cares about horse too because that was a big question like does rider even care about horse like mm-hmm. you know what, what happened that so that was nice and that was something we learned about rider and that was all really good but we still didn't really know rider independent of horse and now we kind of do and i i like yeah. that i wish we have gotten it sooner mm-hmm. but i'm happy to have gotten it so yeah I mean, it's a nice it's a nice side plot to fill us in on what's going on in the human world what's going on with rider and water baby what's going on even with the nowhere king because that's what the nowhere king is mm-hmm. so yeah th- so th- there's a lot to like about this episode there's just a lot that i missed about the standard the center world, center world mm-hmm. format you know what i mean it is a big so. break for me yeah this is not centaur world i would say like this is like i mean it, it's i mean it is like it's using the yeah. characters and stuff but like it's not the same format and stuff so I, I don't know how reliable the source is, but I, I did read an article early on in my viewing of Centaur World about the idea that they had uh, actually two different animation studios. So they had an animation studio for Centaur World and then a different animation studio for the human world. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, that's true. That's really that's that's a really great, like, cool like idea. I like that. Yeah. And it, one of the things you'll notice is that everything in the human world is a lot more sharp and angular. Yeah. And everything in, in center world is rounded and, uh, you know, just more circles than, than uh, and curves. Uh, where You know where I notice it the most, actually, is with Stabby's tongue. <laughs> Stabby's tongue. Yes. Yeah. The bone. Yeah. yeah it, it looks like a bone, right? Yeah. But it, but he always had that tongue and it was frequently sticking out of his mouth before he transformed, but it was sharp and angular and it looked like a lizard or snake tongue. Yeah. Right. And yeah, now <laughs> it's still sticking out of his mouth a lot, but now it looks like a bone because it's rounded instead of sharp and angular. Yeah, no, that's true. So, so anyway, all right. So, I mean, I definitely like this episode. I, I'm not trying to take anything away from the episode. It's a good episode. It's a valuable episode. It's, I'm glad it's here. But you gave it uh, an eight, Mr. Sal. But, but I gave it an eight because I missed the themes of Center World. So, all right. Okay, fine. All right. Let's talk about our favorite scenes then. I think that your favorite scene is when Ryder rescues Water Baby and they escape and Becky Apples just slays. I mean, she, she's she's like dragging people into dark nooks and mm-hmm. crannies. She's like tossing minotaurs out the windows. <laughs> like, so I think that's your favorite scene. Okay. I think your favorite scene is when, uh, like, I, I don't know when you consider the scene starting, like when the general marks on the six, the just the six notches on <laughs> Becky. Uh, but basically when Water Baby comes into the fray uh, to the general. Oh, yeah. Reveals yourself, but I think that all kind of counts as one scene. So I think, yeah, that, yeah. I think basically the, the the near final scene, if that is, that might even yeah. be the final scene. I don't really remember, but that that one, that one I think okay. is uh, your favorite scene. Am I right, Mister Sal? Uh, you are not right, but uh, that is a good scene. I do, I do like. You know, we'll just mark her down for six, but we know it was more, don't we? Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's that's good stuff. Uh, but. I think uh, my favorite scene is when Ryder is held captive. Oh, that's mine too. Oh, is it really? Is, uh, look, the two captures and like whatnot. Yeah. She, yeah, yeah. No, that's why I put his mind. That's why I put his mind. I'm sure it's for very different reasons though. So. Probably is. My, mine is, I think it's pretty funny, but there's, I have so many, it, it gives me a lot of questions in terms of like, they seem to really value these apples. Well, well, not only them, but also that soldier, that? right? The, the soldier 
finds the apple that Ryder dropped. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's like, oh, hello, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but I like the, the held captive scene because that's where there is some real emotion. You know, that that's the part that moved me the most when Ryder is describing um, why it's important for her to get out of here and this yeah, war and they don't understand and it's kind of funny yeah but yeah also also, also <laughs> kind of also kind of moving and it makes it like, I, I i'm curious to how the the world is here because it seems like it's pretty dystopian like you got these people oh like, yeah I, i've not seen like a i want to see civilization basically i'm kind of curious yeah. what civilization might even look like i mean they have army i guess so there's i think some sort of semblance but like yeah even the time period like they're, they're not fighting with like you know they're fighting with <laughs> I mean, it's also like it's just the universe building. I don't know. I'm just kind of curious. Yeah. To, I just want to see what the civilization's like. Right, right. No, I don't understand. Place, you know, yeah. I, I always kind of just assumed this is the war front. You know, civilization yeah. is is further away from. But this. like, based on the weaponry, like I, I, I would. I'm trying to see. Did they ever like reference any sort of like gun or anything? It might be like medieval times, right? Did they reference any sort of gun? Did you say? Yeah. Like, oh, is there any way like? I'm trying to like think of the time period if you could even like pinpoint it. I mean, obviously it's a different like universe. So maybe it's just like a world without other weapons and stuff. But since because they fight with swords and they have armor, so right. like medieval, yeah, maybe. Yeah, prob- probably, probably a bit about medieval. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. There you go. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, gl- I'm well, glad we're the same people to see Mr. Sal for. We Possibly do. different reasons, but there you very go. different reasons. <laughs> That's weird. That's really I never I never expected that. To be I did not th- I did not think you'd pick that as your favorite scene, <laughs> but I see why now that you picked it. And I <laughs> how how cute that we both picked the same scene independently and shocked that the other one picked it. But, but you know, honestly, this is one of the things that I like about covering this show with you because you see things about the show that I don't even really think about, like. I wasn't thinking about the humor in that scene at all. No, oh, it's pretty funny though. Come on, it, it's not pretty funny. Like she sat here explaining her struggle, and they're like, mm, "She must have hit her head pretty hard." Like that's pretty. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah. Fine. yeah. But it is also yeah. That's this, this, well, this, this, I just want this. This reminds, me, this reminds me of the one Ozark scene that we both uh, with them. Um, I'll say like Frank Jr. Mm-hmm. that we yes. both have to have the favorite scene on that, that, but that was for the same reasons that, that, that was for the same reasons. reasons that's true that's true that's for the same reasons. but we both surprised each other by picking that yes, yes. scene yeah. that same scene which is funny but yes okay uh well let's talk about our favorite songs oh no we're not going to do that mm-hmm. so <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about our favorite characters uh i think this is i mean I, I think there's only two logical choices here: Becky Apples or Ryder. It's a question of which one you picked. Uh, I'm going to say you picked Becky Apples. I think you picked Ryder. I did. I also <laughs> picked Ryder. Yeah. Okay. Good man. All right. That's that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Becky Apples is funny, but like, I'm I'm a bit worried, right? About what? I, I just I, I this was going to be my closing remarks to this episode, but basically I. At the end of this episode, I, I was worried. That, well, no, like, so basically, we introduced Becky Apples. They say her name and stuff. So, okay, they've got to have a gimmick with Becky Apples, right? So we're going to see something with Becky Apples. That's the, there's got to be a gimmick of some sort. And I thought it was going to be she's going to come to Centaur World and speak, and maybe argue with the horse, or maybe be really nice under something. She was speaking in Centaur World. But now I see she's super stoic and all this, uh-huh. like, she's like a cold-blooded, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mammal or whatever you want to say. Like, 
So I'm like, oh, this might be her gimmick. Like this. <laughs> now, so, so uh, I at the end of this episode, I was like, oh, man, I'm worried she won't speak. Uh, so, this is because I predicted she would. So we'll, we'll see. Okay, I so mean, you're you're worried about your prediction. You're not I'm worried about my about predictions. This. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I also, just... Brayden, Brayden was hysterical to me in this episode. Oh my god, really? The one scene, the one scene where he's like in there and they capture him, and he's like takes his arm out. He's and then when he he becomes like whatever abomination it is, he's like yeah. like <laughs> like like, and he, he's still saying it's your boy. Like yeah, I know that that <laughs> like, part I do like. After he becomes this creature, um, I like that. And I know we've got to see him again too. Like I'm so excited to see him again. Like whatever he's gonna say, I'm oh so excited. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, but I think Ryder is a great choice for favorite character. I, I love Ryder in this episode. I, first of all, that that's really all the emotional uh, bits that we get come from Ryder. Yeah. Uh, but I think Ryder is actually really funny in this episode. I, like I, I love at one. Well, let's talk. Actually, let's talk about magical moments that made us laugh. If that's okay with you. By all means. What was something Ryder did that you thought was? Funny? I I love when she uh beats back her captors right Mm -hmm. uh you know she she like flips the sword in the air and the sword comes down and cuts the ropes on her feet and uh, and then after after she you know wins she goes flunking a (laughs) i I love that oh yeah (laughs) i think the general says it someone else says it oh it's it's all over the place flunk is is like the expletive in in this world but what's funny about it is that Ryder is saying it, and Ryder really doesn't have any experience in centaur world with people saying it. <laughs> so it's I, apparently not just a centaur world thing. Maybe she picked it up. Maybe Water Baby and her had a had a conversation. I suppose that's <laughs> a possibility. But, but you know, I think you're right. I think it's just a... yeah. But I, I do like I like that flunk and a. That's but. good. Fair enough. Uh, I liked. We don't. We, we see comfortable Doug. I don't, do we even see him in the next episode actually at all? No, he's not in the Hootenanny Yeah, at all. shocking, it's by like the, the way. He's like the only character that's not in the Hootenanny well, at Johnny Tea Time. Yeah, that's, but anyway. Uh, but he, he has a brief cameo in this episode. And I, yeah. I love his line of like, is it a death we must mourn or a birth we must celebrate? <laughs> that was hysterical. Oh, <laughs> it is. It's so funny. And then even funnier than that is after Baden has the transformation, he goes, Still don't know. Yeah, I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, I love that line too. That's very funny. Uh, I I love when Ryder reconnects with Becky Apples, and she has her back to her, and and Ryder can't see her face, and, and she turns around, and she's got the wig in her mouth, and she yeah. just like slurps it up like spaghetti. <laughs> Ryder says, "Oh, gross! I'm out." Yeah. <laughs> like like Ryder's got this like modern kind of slang uh vernacular that you wouldn't expect in this setting right yeah and a and i'm out like uh, these are these are things you wouldn't expect to hear in this setting certainly yeah no i mean big apples in general is pretty funny like it's a very yeah pretty, absolutely pretty, uh, i was very uh caught me off guard i was expecting big apples to be a stoic like <laughs> killing machine but i guess yeah. that's the way it is for that just to be like a thing they're okay with saying in like the children's cartoon like, oh yeah, six four kills thanks but whatever <laughs> yeah Five minutes which, that was another thing i wanted to mention as being funny which we've already talked about but we'll mark her down for six yeah yeah, yeah that, that, and also uh, when water baby like comes into that scene uh yeah. 
Uh, that was kind of funny. There you go. I love Water Baby's terrible disguises. Like when she becomes like a like a deer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like just yeah. 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 Stuff. It is. Uh I, I did really enjoy seeing Becky in the window after you know the Minotaur just comes flying out the window. Yeah. <laughs> Water baby look up and Becky Apple's just staring out the window and then slowly draws her head yeah. back. That's <laughs> your horse. That is no one's horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love, although we know it's Gary's horse. Yeah, Gary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wonder, we we got to see some one more thing in the Gary arc. I feel like, especially we've got th- Becky Apples. But we'll see. I, th- I think you'll be satisfied with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I'm fair enough, then, Mister Sal. So, mm-hmm. I, I've got some annoyances, though. So do I. One, Baden. Really. <laughs> <laughs> really baited your annoyance the bird well, that that and the general lack of you know mental health and emotional intelligence themes unless i'm missing them maybe you can clue me in there no nah, well listen i got some annoyances for you you'll, you'll be good here okay mm-hmm. how many times did they say becky apples in this episode uh several they said it so many times. Even like the first time, they're like <laughs> becky apple becky apple i have becky apples and i was like, just like i get to try to like i think that's part of the joke which actually is yeah. kind of funny, but I just feel mm-hmm. like I have to put that as an annoyous. Just, just, that's fine. I, I've already left it there. That's my first annoyance. That number two, does not annoy me at all. I love number it. two. Actually, I don't think it really annoys me either, but it's fine. I got to put something. <laughs> number two, where's the woman at this point? Okay. We're getting like, I'm, well, I guess we'll talk about oh. it more in the next episode, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I did put it here. Wait, you know, where's the woman? And well, I, I, I don't know that that's a fair criticism in this I guess episode. It, I, fine. I think it, it's a it cutaway a, episode. Yeah, it would have been a fair criticism in any other episode in this season. But too bad. Too bad. This episode got uh, the flack for it. That's fine. Uh, it, it was. It's it it a complete series wide. This isn't even a complaint for just this episode, right? That's fair to say. Okay. But I, and I'm up right. to this point about us penultimate episode. Haven't seen the woman all season. That's mm-hmm. that's got me a little, you know, annoyed. Uh, Water baby grabbing Ryder the the whole scene with the artifact like how Ryder tries to sneak in kind of gets known but saves Water Baby a bit and then Water Baby like grabs Ryder as they run out but like why didn't Ryder get the artifact she didn't even like try she just looked at it for like a bit was like whatever she she was smashing it with the whatever that thing's called is that a mace oh you're right that's not a mace yeah, never mind then. Never mind. You're right. No, you're right. You're right then. You're right. No, okay. Expunge that from the record. That's fine. Yeah. All right. That's good. Okay. Uh, and there you go. In my other notes, I would say it's, it took this long to get to know Ryder, like separate of horse. Which yeah. I wish I wish you got to know it sooner, but I guess at least we did. And I, I like you know, it. I think I I think it's fair because I, mean, like, I don't think season is... one, like season one, we should not have uh, that. I'm fine yeah. with. So the whole point of season one is like. Oh, yep. was it even going to like, you know, part of the question mark? So that's fine. Not even season one. That's good. But I wish it was just earlier in the season. I guess maybe not. But it, it was in episode one. Ryder was in episode one. Yeah. Of the season, you mean? Yeah, of this yeah, season. Yeah. yeah, yeah. she's in there. But we don't learn about Ryder really independent of horse. I guess you're right. We do. You're right. No, we do. We do see her a bit with Becky Apples and then Comfortable Dog. But even that, I would say I didn't get to know her super well. So I'm not even going to give that. Mm, I think about that. We do get to know her a bit. I mean, I, I think Your if motives. you don't, if you do it any more than that, then you risk just making a show that's, you know, half Centaur World, half Human World, which that's not the show. Well, 
that anybody really wants to watch. Basically, here's what I'll say. I wish this episode came sooner. Okay, fine. Yeah, okay. Just move, just move this episode ahead of the time. Okay. Like, the same episode's I, fine. Just put it sooner. I don't think it, the order really matters too much. This one. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's no... there's We have no idea when this is, actually. This could yeah. be... This, this could be way before... Or like what right before, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. so I would that. I guess that that's what I would say is like I wish they'd put this okay sooner in the season. All right, that is maybe your one fair criticism of this episode. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you. I don't think you can put it before holes part three though, because that's when they that's when Horst finds out about Becky Apples and they sing the Becky, Becky Apple song. Hmm. And that was episode four. <laughs> This is episode six. I'd be better ahead of episode five still, though. I think it's still an improvement. That, that's fine. Yeah, I, I, that would have been fine. And but, then I, but, but I agree, though. Yeah, you can't put it before Holes Part um, 3 because then yep. the, the song is not as good because then yes. you know Becky Apples. Yes. A bit better. Yeah, no, that's fine. Okay. So they what you're saying is they you would have liked to have seen them flip-flop this with Bunch of Scrunch. Yes, that's what okay. I will say. And I think that would have been fair. I think they could have done that. It would have been actually interesting, you know, horse ends up in the hole uh, that and in episode four, and then we don't get to see what happened to horse for episode five when we depart to the human world, and then we go back to episode uh, okay. five for that. But that that would have been fair. Okay. It is fair. Thank okay. You. Well, geez, you know, it sounds like a lot annoyed you for an episode you gave a nine to. Yeah, well, uh, most of those annoyances weren't real annoyance. <laughs> exactly. I, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't let you get away with most of those. So, all right. Well, let's talk about magical moments that moved us. I, I don't have a lot here. No, no I, re- really, it's it's the scene where Ryder is captive. She says she makes the comment. I just, I'm just so tired of fighting. Yes. I want, I want this war to be over. I want Horse and I to be together and to go as fast and as far as we can because we want to, not because we have to. And that that definitely hit me. But that's about the only thing that really hit me in the stuff. So there's one other line. Yeah, but- the only other one I could think of is um, Water Baby like talking yeah. Ryder down from going back in. That's the only other one. Yeah, the water baby says you're what she's fighting for. Which, by the way, since he says, yeah, you know, imagine what that would do to poor horse. And hey, you didn't get the artifact, but you got something better. Me, (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. I thought that was like, wait, like is this like is she is she being a joke about her? She literally like I am better than the artifact. Like I am. Well, you know, you know what's funny is like they walked into the human world together. Like she she had her right from the beginning. So, so I don't know. Well, got her back why. though. Like, got her back. Know. Yeah, I don't know why Water Baby didn't pull this stunt right in the beginning, but whatever. You're right. Yeah, there's. Yeah, in order to win over the um general, I, I guess they separated beforehand because then the general one. Yeah, back I guess she, yeah, she, she. Yeah, but it's, that's true. Water Baby's purpose coming to the human world was to do reconnaissance on the Nowhere King and what yeah. he was up to. So, okay, fine, that's fair. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, but that's that's about it. And I, I don't really have anything about magical moments that made me think about emotional intelligence and mental health do you no i mean the 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 people that captured Ryder, i'm just mm-hmm. kind of curious behind like why they're doing what they're doing one of them's missing an eye like i'm just kind of yep yep that's more just question marks as to a whole of like you know i'm just just the universe as a whole i wonder what's yeah i, going I on feel here. like there's there's i feel like there's some kind of inside reference to those two that i just don't get 
Oh, like like a like an out like a reference to some sort of form of media or like maybe or or just like or some concept. sort of like parallel to something in centaur world or uh, 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 you know I, I don't know i'm not seeing it either but here, here's 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 what i'm gonna go with you ready yeah okay Hip. those those are gary's kids <laughs> okay you like that <laughs> i guess i can't like but they don't but the thing is they don't they don't know becky apples which is fine. Like, no, they, I mean, doesn't they might know, not. Yeah, they might know not know their, their, their father's war horse. You know. Was <laughs> so that? That's some, all I'm saying is that's not helping your case. Well, you don't know Becky Apples. It's not helping. It. No, it's it's not. But so that's, they, that's all I'm they saying. like they like apples. They want those apples. Maybe we don't know Becky if Gary apples, liked apples though. We don't know if Gary well, did. That's also maybe unrelated. maybe Becky Apples liked apples so much because Gary was an apple farmer. I don't even know if Becky Apples really likes apples. I think Becky Apples will eat like just about anything. Wigs. Yeah, wigs. <laughs> Possibly uh, maybe so, Minotaurs. I don't know what. <laughs> so what do you make of this wigs? Because this wig looks eerily like Melanchthon. It does, yeah. I, I yeah, it does. It does remind me of like the Centaurs TM type of stuff there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what well, I is this foreshadowing? Like I didn't even think about it, but are we gonna see like at some point? Becky Apple's eating I don't Angela's wig or something. I, I here's what I, here's what my take on it is. And I, I'm only saying this because I know you've already seen the Hootenanny. Uh, and I'll forget about it by the time we get to the Hootenanny. So I, I'm gonna say it right now. Uh the, I there's a line in the Hootenanny where Melangela says to Melandrew, the mm. black and white, you know, always child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horse star. She says, uh, will you please bring mommy her hat? And Emma Landry replies, oh, but grandmama, you're not my mom. Yeah, My, my mom, mom missing. went missing years ago. So I, I'm wondering if that wig is uh, a reference to Melandrew's mom. Okay. I mean, that's the best shot so far. I mean, unless... Obviously, I've not seen a single Minotaur wearing a wig, so I'm not... Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 not I haven't either, so... All right. Well, uh, I would you like to check in with my kids and see what they think about this episode? I guess. Yeah, we can see what they what they had to say about episode six. Let's see. And here we are again, ready to talk about season two, episode six, The Ballad of Becky Apples with Griffin and Hugo. Hugo episode with no music. I guess so. And Hugo, what would you give this episode on a scale from one to five? Uh, Three. Three. Okay. And no, actually, uh, actually a two. A two. Why? Because there's no music. Yeah. Oh, okay. And Griffin, what would you give this episode on a scale from one to five? I'm gonna give it a three and three quarters. Three and three quarters. Almost, uh, almost eighty percent. Okay. So, Hugo, do you have a favorite scene from this episode? Yeah. What is it? When I don't, I don't know. I have don't have it. All right, you you keep thinking. I'll ask. I don't Griffin. have one. All right, well, I'll ask Griffin if you think of something. Let me know. Do you have a favorite scene from this episode, Griffin? Yes. Okay. After like when um, our baby's like, "Are you gonna worry about your horse?" And Ryder's like, "That is nobody's horse." <laughs> oh yeah, I agree. With that. I also like when it's like, "How many did she kill?" 
Uh, I I can't say. <laughs> we'll just mark her down for six. <laughs> oh, but we know it was more. <laughs> <laughs> Hugo, who's your favorite character in this episode? Um, I would like to say Ryder. Ryder, okay. And Griffin, do you have a favorite character in this episode? Water Baby. Water Baby. Yum. <laughs> and what was your favorite song? Oh, no, no songs nope. in this episode. Never mind. Nah. Hugo, is there anything else you'd like to say about this episode? Woo-boo. Woo-boo. So you like some things, didn't like other things. Yes. Okay. Griffin, anything else you want to say about this episode? Yum. Yum. Okay. <laughs> Yummy, you mean. All right. Yummy. Well, we'll call it there, and we'll be back next time to talk about Season 2, Episode 7, The Hootenanny. Woo! Yeah. A nanny's on the way. Kurt, where... Is the sequin volcano that I pre-ordered. I'm going to need a net for the aerialist, wax for the luge, and exactly 2,000 fake mustaches curled at the ends. Man, Where's this stuff? I, I'm sorry. I don't know where to get that. I don't know where to get I don't know what half that stuff is. Fine. Well, where at do, least... Where do you even buy a volcano? Can you buy a volcano, actually? <laughs> uh, not a sequined one, no. Well, I... Oh, can, <laughs> I oh, can I buy, like, a pre-made... Man, I never thought about that. Like, science projects, right? Can I buy a pre-made science project? Oh, I bet you can now. Oh, that's genius. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm the next industry <laughs> on the way here. Oh, my gosh. Kids, go if on. you're listening, don't do this. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, no, that's you terrible. know what? That leads us right into episode seven, The Hootenanny. And I need to guess Kurt's rating for this. Hmm. This is what we've been building I, I, up to I, wait, for. Wait, Sorry, I, before, before we start on this, I... So I took I, I did not watch both the episodes consecutively. So going into this episode, I wrote two things that I thought about in between what I wrote last time. And two things All are right. um, someone, the woman or someone will interrupt it in the name of wartime, like like battles happening now. Although okay. when I wrote this, I thought it in Centaur Wars or something. Someone would come in and be like, the fight at work. We got to go now or like some sort of like big call to action. OK, which do you have, don't think you really happened now that. No, oh, no, definitely. it's not the way. It's not the way I thought in my head. Like it happened, okay. in, so I did not nail that. Like it's not. Right. I've explained it, and it sounds like I've nailed it, but like I guess I didn't write it. It's not the way I thought. Okay, it's not the way I thought. It's like somebody was gonna come in and say and like say stop. We got to go down. Yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah, stop the presses, people. Yeah, we have a war. Like <laughs> what is going on here? The who? Like there's a war going on out there. Like the general cut the guy. We need your back or like something. Yeah, like but okay. that, that's not what happened. They they like went into the human world like not with that intention. So like that's not gotcha. yeah. That, that did not happen. Uh, right. But my other prediction is I expect this to be a celebration of the series up until now. Like a lot of callbacks, a lot of references. Well, you nailed that one. That one I nailed. That one I think was pretty <laughs> like self-explanatory, though. They've been talking about yeah. the Hoot Nanny and the titles of Hoot Nanny. And yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, good for you on that one. I mean, that this was basically a curtain call in advance <laughs> of the finale. Yeah. No, certainly. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And we, I literally, I, I think. We see every character except for Johnny Tea Time and Comfortable Doug. Do you see the leaves? Okay, no. And we also, you know what we also don't see? Which isn't in my annoyance. I'll, 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 I'll leave it for my annoyance. Okay. I think I have an idea. But anyway, let's, let's, right. uh, let's guess your rating. Okay. Uh, I just, I can't bring myself to guess that you gave this a 10 and then be disappointed that you didn't. So, uh, but I don't know what you really didn't like about the substance. So I'm going to say you gave it a 9. I did give it a nine. 
Okay. I don't know why I ever told you that. I thought I, I I could give it a ten. Maybe you could talk me up, but I gave it a nine, and I think you gave it based on how you said. I think you gave it a ten. Oh, I, I adore this episode so much. I, I yeah, I gave this a ten. This is this is not not probably. I still probably like bunch of scrunch more than this, but I I love this episode. I, I I'm going to tell you right now. I spent from the time that horse calls the herd up to start singing with her through the end of the episode in tears. Like I need tissues, tears. Really? So, oh my God. I love this. I, I love it so much. Okay. Thank you. I, <laughs> I like that. We're going to the next, the next big year. That's good. Okay. Go on. All right. So let's talk about our favorite scenes. <laughs> I think uh, your uh, I think your favorite scene. I want I want to go first here. I I want okay, to I want to swing a guess here. I think your favorite scene is when the uh, Noah King and Co roll up out of nowhere with their sneak attack, and uh, horse and uh, her friends do a uh, yeah, horse does her thing. Okay. Which, by I the think... way, I predicted. So I have some predictions here that came true that we need to know as they come by. I predicted she would ram the Noah King and go on. Oh, you did. That, I, I was definitely absolutely could give you 100% credit for that. You yeah. called that horse is going to jump into the Nowhere King's backstory. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think your favorite scene was uh, the Durpleton Stabby and the Durpletons. You are correct. You are correct. I do, I, I do really like Durpleton Stabby a ton. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> is that your favorite? No, no, it was okay, not. Right. My, you know, my, I love that scene. I like. I really love that scene. But I, my favorite scene is, of course, when horse. Not not so much the fact that she's, the, you know, jumping into the Norwood King's backstory, and I'm excited to see the Norwood King's backstory. It's her realization that she can sacrifice herself for the sake of her family. And she's willing to do it. That's why. That's why I think you. That. That's why I picked that scene for you. I think the the idea of the sacrifice. So I'm. I'm taking that. Uh, w. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, you. You. You got it. You're, right. you're absolutely right. Got any Mister Sal? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's. It, it's. It crushes me. I. You know. It's up there with her. The moment when she realized when I realized that she was going to jump into the whale tar. The moment when I when I realized that she was going to jump into the Nowhere King to sacrifice herself to save her family, oh, it's it's so good. Okay, favorite song. Uh, I'm think I, I know how much you love Durbleton and Stabby, so I'm going to say the opening number, the What's a Hoot Nanny, the Christmas yeah. song. And <laughs> thanks, song. and thanks to your um, beginning part of this episode. I think yours is um, I don't know what like you made it a centaur world or what's the name of the song that they sing when they're holding it's called hands? it's called the Hootenanny Corral Corral okay. the Cor- Hootenanny Corral yeah that's what I think is your favorite and you were correct my favorite was the um stabby one and you are correct my favorite is the Hootenanny Corral uh it's honestly it's one of my favorite songs in the whole series I I I listen to it independently like a lot of times when I listen to centaur world soundtrack I just listen from beginning to end and just listen to all the songs but if i'm gonna go pick a random song to play it's usually either breathe in a bag or the hootenanny corral or there's one from the finale too that i that i'll play a lot oh okay oh okay Okay. i wonder how many songs are in the finale so many songs (laughs) so many it is 
I mean, the finale is an hour and 13, hour and 14 minutes, something like that. Oh, sure. It's, like it's, okay. it's, it's a lot. It's, it, but there are so many songs. It, that's, it like, is, that's like the length of three episodes. The episodes are it's, like it's what it is. 22. It's three episodes. So even though there are only eight episodes in season two, it's about the same runtime as season one. Yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. I respect that. They didn't do part one, two, and three, or they didn't do part one, then part two part one and then part two part two <laughs> a la lost yes a la lost yes <laughs> our, our our favorite our favorite little thing quirk about that show it is not our favorite quirk not about my favorite show. quirk i hate that so much <laughs> anyway yeah so I'm, I'm grateful that we just get one really big finale i'm very excited about it all right favorite characters i think you said stabby maybe ah. turpleton but i'm gonna go with stabby Okay, okay. She'd be sorely disappointed. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> you uh, said like you said like Crandy or something. No, no, no. I didn't think, I, I'm still like looking at it. I actually, I'm like trying to. You didn't pick any of the ones I've listed. But I'm trying to pick one actually now. Man, uh, wait for you or for me? For me, for me. Like you didn't say. Oh, so, oh I, I have my short list. Which was Zulius, Bear, Tar, or Horse. I don't know. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was <laughs> but but <laughs> I don't know which one to pick. So I will hunt oh, wow. that pick for now. And I will say you picked you picked horse. I mean that that come on, right? That that's that's easy. Yes. Yes. Always yes. always pick horse. I, mean, I should just pick horse, shouldn't I? But like bear tar, man. I was over I was the one guy that was up on bear tar, like when his stock was low. And now his stock's pretty high, I think. Like now's the time to sell bear tar stock if you've got any. <laughs> like yeah, he's, he's done a good guy thing, and I'm out. Like, so that's yeah, but, I mean, bear tar scene is great. It, you know, it's also just one it, it, scene. Is, it is just one scene. But, <laughs> but I'm sure he'll be in some battle. I'm sure we'll see Bear Tar fighting. Yeah, it'd be better. Anyway, Silius though. What do you think? He's my favorite character because first of all, I was right. Splendid. I mean, I mean, the writing was on the wall, Mr. So I don't think that one was that. But I, don't want, I mean, a lot of these guesses are pretty on the wall, but like, like, like you know, like the I mean, I guess the No More King ones, you know, like oh, you did something in the past, or woman did something to him in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh presumably, I'm guessing we'll figure out what that is and horses powers but so well it's interesting you phrase it that way though woman did something to the nowhere king in the past yeah because i mean she was saying the exact opposite oh was she have i misremembered this i thought the nowhere king forgave her and was willing to yes but before that she had just sung that sung that song nothing good which is about how she was wronged. You know, sometimes the things that you love have the worst things to hide. Sometimes the monsters turn out to be those who stood there by your side. Well, I took that as like, just I, I didn't think that for the instance per se for just a Nowhere King. And even if it isn't the case of the Nowhere King, you can still wrong someone and then they wrong you back. So there's okay. there's, there's, there's some things to it. But I, uh, my, my memory when I made that choice was that the Nowhere King said that to the woman, right? L- was willing to let her strike her down. So they've got a that, past and she's done something to cause him to be this way. Uh, okay. So I'm, I'm curious. But anyway, there. I'm curious. I mean, you're, you're, you are remembering the line correctly. Okay. Yeah, that's good. He yeah, did. He did so. say, I forgive you. And he did bow down. Offer. To be struck down. Yes. Yeah. offer. But anyway. Zulius is one of my favorite characters just because I think he's actually pretty dumb. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know why. I, 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 Zulius has grown on me. I like Zulius. Yep. 
glad splendid is there that they're uh stripes on stripes on stripes <laughs> and they're uh they're hot guy stuff and they're working together just yeah. kind of out of the blue no it's not gonna be Julius. i'll 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 say horse because i feel yeah, bad I that's that's a good but call like, no i'm taking it back to baritar after that one, i'm saying baritar that's ridiculous, but okay. I, I'm picking Baratar. Oh, come on, come on. I have to. I was the only person up on him in the city. Like, your kids weren't, you weren't up on Baratar. There like, are a lot of there are a lot of people yeah. in the fan community that love Baratar. The thing about Baratar is, like, I wish they did, like, better with Baratar. Like, they they hit on they hit on him briefly. Like, they comment on the fact that, like, it's hiding time. It hurts him that everyone hides from yeah. him, right? Yes. And like yes. I wish they hit on that more or something to that if I like. Yes. And also just like I wish there was more bear tar. I I just anyway, yep. so that's why it's my favorite character. I just I just want some more bear tar in my life here. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, this is probably the well, it's definitely the best opportunity you've had since Hyden time. <laughs> it's the only opportunity you've had to call Bear Tar your favorite character. So, you know, I'll, I'll, Ed, I'll, Ed, I'll it's my chance to sell. My chance to sell. Yeah. There you go. Oh, good for you. I'm glad you sold. I'm I haven't sold though. I'm holding. No, I'm holding, Mr. Sales. I'm in hand. Oh my I'm gosh. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. All right. Let's talk about some magical moments in the episode. Magical moments that made us laugh. I I I enjoy when the trees come in, the tree tar shamans, and they say, "I get you're being festive, not trying to do harm, but you basically hang garbage on our arms. It's just obnoxious." Yeah. You, even in the song. Uh, yeah. They talk about like the writing on the wheel. Type. Yeah. No, the, the the tree shamans are pretty funny. Yes. Okay. Yes, they are. Uh Glendale, of course, she has the equipment. Like she just has various <laughs> equipment. So yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh, like you don't have a bunch of tents and mattresses in there. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. I actually I'm gonna I'm gonna quote a bird tar here. Okay. As a really this is a, I think a genuinely funny line. When the uh when Crandy and Mouthpiece are singing their little uh bit in the opening number. Uh, and mouthpiece says, "BT Dubs, guys, where's Baden?" Oh yes, <laughs> <That's us. laughs> where's Baden? Oh. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what happens for uh, Baden. I liked so I liked how um, Julius and Splendid came in like Mary Poppins style. Yes, uh, that was good. Uh, yep. I, I'll say um. When Dribbleton's showing Stabby like the hoot nanny around and whatnot, the cats say like yep. they like juice to drink. And I don't know yes. why. I really like that. that they like they all like gang up on the camera and we see the other angle. <laughs> yes, so I, don't, I don't know why, but that's very funny. Yeah, uh, I, I when uh, Splendid and Zulius kind of go off together, you know, uh, Mama oh, Wink says says I need to go make myself a new magazine. <laughs> That also poor Chad. Yeah, they shot. Oh, I know poor Chad. Oh. They like they did like one random line to show that Chad's like kind of like Zulia. So he's gonna kiss me. And that was funny. And I was just like, now oh, the close up. That was a loop there. Um, at some point they're saying their names, whatever. Like people are saying names, and then Dirpleton just interjects with his own name, like he does. Dirpleton. <laughs> oh, you liked that this time. Yeah, yeah, no, because now I'm up on Durpleton, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a type of joke. It's a type of joke where, like, if I if you don't like the person and they make a joke, it's like, oh, that's annoying. But if the, you like the person, it's like, oh, that's, you're hysterical. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm I, forget, I, forget, like that. I forget what those types of jokes are called, but it's like 
some comedians are accused of such behavior. Like people, like your joke's not funny. The people just kind of like you as a person because they've seen mm-hmm. your past comedy. So they just think this is funny, but really, like, it's not a funny mm-hmm. joke. So yeah, gotcha. No, I I do enjoy that though in this context as well. Yeah. Speaking of Durpleton, there, there's some funny stuff going on in this scene. I mean, it's there's a lot going on. There's a lot of really emotional stuff going on in this scene with you know Tony Durpleton and Gerbil Durpleton. But there are some really funny lines here as well. I've left a knife in my son for weeks now. It's still in there. That's crazy. Uh, the 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 whole bit of her mom, like, uh, could you, or here, could you help us find a roll top desk uh, to write things I miss, like me, like your son? No, look at my old roll top desk, like that. Uh, it's that so heartbreaking, but it is really funny. It, yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah, it's good. I, I mean, I mean, f- I mean, spirits are so like comically terrible, but I mean, oh yeah, yeah, it is good. I think my, I think my favorite line from that scene, though, the, at least the from a humor standpoint, is when Stabby says, "You're the best dad an adult lizard child mm-hmm. or mistaken for a child could possibly want. An adult lizard yeah. mistaken for a child." Uh, and turned into one. Yeah, no, I definitely. Yeah, no, I like a. Uh, I definitely. Yeah, I love. I. That's what's my favorite scene. And I. I got something else to say too. Is I the the introduction song when they like. Yep. You know, it's my favorite song. I like in the middle of the song piece, right? Step is kind of lost interest in the question. Yeah. <laughs> there's, no, yeah. there's no need. There's no need to continue with since like <laughs> still going on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, when I asked the question, I'm even more confused now than I was when I asked the question. So I, you know, but just forget it. <laughs> but yeah, that is good stuff. Uh, I, d- during the, uh, th- there's another number called uh, d- uh, the Ballad of Guskin the Gopher Tar. Yeah. So so that's when the horse and Wink and Chad kind of realize that everybody's kind of having their own hoot and nanny, and there's not a lot of interplay here. And and once they start interacting with each other, they can't really get along. But I, I love the trash tars. Say so if you do, if you don't want trash tars hanging around, throw your stuff away. Don't leave garbage on the ground. Okay. I, uh, I, no, really I like trash tars part of the song. Yeah, I actually like that. Yeah, it's really good. So, okay. Well. I'm set. I'm set. Nothing else made me Okay. Back. There's nothing else. Uh, hot, hot goss. That had to, right? Strike yeah. Did, oh, did I say hot goss? Yes. Hot goss. <laughs> I did like the hot goss immensely. Yes. 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 I also like when Ryder calls Giggle Cakes laughter snacks, which I, I really, I don't know why I get such a kick out of it, but I really do. Seeing Ryder try to explain Centaur World to people or try to understand Centaur World from other people <laughs> I, I, I don't know what would fun. happen if writers stayed in centaur world long enough or like uh, so like it's a writer i wonder if i should try and predict that will writer get centaur worldified i don't think so i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna okay so let's move on then to magical moments that annoyed us i don't have any so i yours? have three so okay. actually this is funny because you actually brought it up in the last um episode and i thought about talking about it but i, I was i'll wait i'll wait yep. it's, it's yep. this one stabby's mouth that tongue like mm-hmm. it looks like a but it, it, it i i it distracts me i don't i don't like his <laughs> tongue for tongue thing that, that that's about it i i'll try, i try to give me like a toothpick now but anyway i don't know it's a tongue i know I mean, it's a tongue I, it I, explained, I explained why it is i that know way. i yeah you have i just i just don't I, artistic but, decision but Kurt, I explained it. 
Okay. But anyway, next, next, next annoyance <laughs> on the list. Okay. We got number one, <laughs> number two, and this one, this one you might be able to explain. Like I'm just confused here. Not could I? I'll just say it. Why did the centaurs TM come to this? Because it's a hootenanny. It's fun. That's why they came. Hootenanny. Everybody goes to the hootenanny. Okay, fine. Because I, I don't. I, they like the, no interest the, in the war. Listen, uh, the the okay. trees uproot themselves to come to the hootenanny. But like, but like that's. <laughs> but don't they think they're above everyone? I, basically, I'm just. I just don't feel like it's in their care. I was. I didn't think you'd be in their character to come to hootenanny. And also, I know they're not really interested. Like, I feel like this hootenanny is understood. They'll be part of the army. Maybe it's oh, not. I understand. No, that. that's, it's, I it's, that's it's, the worst part of it. You're right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, that's that was the idea. Remember, that was crux, part yeah. three. Yeah, no, said, right. no, let's let's find something that they all have in common to get them all you know together in one place. And that and that's the hootenanny. So Fair the, the hootenanny is, is a ruse. <laughs> what jerks in that case. Fair enough. Fine. <laughs> I still don't think they would really come, though. Just because I think the centaur's TM would be like, well, we're, I mean, we're it's, posh it, and we've got it's, our it's stuff going on. Of, one more argument against that, and you know, I'm not saying you're wrong because there's a fair chance that you know that might be an inconsistency. But one more argument against that: the opening number clearly portrays the hoot nanny like it's Christmas, right? It's the greatest time in a young boy child's life, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you're right. so it is a big event. That's and true. I, the, the horse tars are, you know, consider they consider themselves the elite of centaur world. I don't think they would want to miss out on the event of the, you know, decade or whatever. However, no, that's true. No, 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 that's, that's a good reason. Yeah, no, it's a big deal and they don't want to. Yeah, okay. No, fair. Okay. No, okay, fine. Good. Yeah. I accept that. All right. All right. As long as, as long as my, my biggest gripe was already fine. Like I answered was, was, uh, was, I thought they weren't interested in joining the army, but you're right. The, the hoot nanny is nothing to do with the army. I mean, not that it they does. know of. Yeah, not it's that they cover. know of. Yeah. Right. Not that they know of. So fair. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Uh, last one. We'll see if you could do this, Michelle. I'm upset that the iconic duo did not make an appearance. And you're talking you're talking about Johnny T time and who else is in here? Uh, uh comfortable dog. Comfortable dog. Oh yeah, comfortable dog. Was there a third person that we said? Maybe, was there a third person? I don't know. I mean, there's the nowhere king, I guess. And there's general, yeah. like all the all but anyway, the- but anyway, anyway, I'm upset that this iconic duo did not come back for this. At least I and I don't think they'll be back for the rest of the series, which breaks my heart. Do you know who I'm referring to, Mr. Sal? With the leaf tars? No, no, not the leaf tars, Mr. Sal. Come on. Iconic. If I say whale tar, I think that might help you ring a bell. No, they are. They are? I missed yeah, them. They're on, they're on the whale tar. Oh, would they talk at all? Uh, I think I, think I didn't miss that. I Barnes missed it then. does say one thing or maybe sings like Barnes like detaches himself and like, you know, I, I, I either sings a line or says a line. Yes, the, the, Bar, yeah. Barnes at least is there. I'm not entirely sure. Sean. The, like, Sh- well, Sean is a you know that that would require some uprootment, like the trees, right? <laughs> so I don't think Sean's there. I think it's Barnes with a starfish. Not you're right. Uh, Sean right Barnes. Okay. Okay. Well, the iconic duo is still broken up. Okay. We'll yeah. See. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, it's not your <laughs> fault. Barnes is there. You're right. You're right. Barnes is there. Okay. I mean, I, 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 it'd be hard for Sean to get there. 
tree shamans got there. No excuse. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> they are, they are shamans, though. I don't know. Anyway, but no, I, I don't really have another argument. And Sean is close to shaman. There you go. Yeah, but That's I don't really true. have any other defense of it. But yeah, fair enough. All right, so okay. you can you can can you can maintain that as an annoyance if you want. Thank you. Okay, uh, that is all. <laughs> All right, wonderful. Let's uh, move on to magical moments that moved us. I, I am just so in love with Durpleton and Stabby. And when they kind of cuddle at the end of the opening number, I, I, oh. I just, I just out of audibly go, oh. <laughs> yeah. Another thing I forgot to say is I love in the beginning how Durpleton's like a stereotypical looking dad, kind of like he's, <laughs> like he's become true Daddleton. Yes. Uh, no, but yeah, no. All, all, all the stabby dribbles and stuff was pretty moving. I mean, there's one yeah. we go into with the motion hot stuff if you want when it comes to his parents. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that was all pretty mm-hmm. uh, moving to some degree. I, but, I guess- well, one one more thing about Stabby and Durpleton before mm-hmm. we move on to anything else is that uh, I, I don't know if we'll really talk about it when we get into mental health and emotional intelligence, but I, I love the fact that Stabby sticks up for his dad. He sticks up for Durpleton. You know, he says, no, he's not finding you any old top desks. Yeah, so, no. do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah I I found that to be very touching. Like that, there's a true bond that is formed between these two. Yeah, how sweet. It all started with Durpleton just <laughs> stabbing the fortune yeah. cookie. Fortune. Yeah. He opened the fortune cookies. <laughs> a friend, a close friend, is about to become a father. <laughs> I'm gonna be a baby. Okay. Well. All right. So yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Durpleton. What, uh, what moved you? Splendid and Julius. Look at that. Just immediately, mm-hmm. I find they 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 hold hands and walk off. Who's the one that was that horse? They come like when you guys just like at each other's throats or whatever. Like they, they basically they just see each other, make up immediately, and then walk off holding hands. And yes, there you go. Well, I, I was well, sweet. That, well, it's I mean it's in keeping with the theme of this episode. They found a commonality, right? They found yeah. a common ground, and and once you find that common ground, a, a lot of a lot can happen in a relationship if you find some commonality. So that's, I think that's the point of this episode. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's right in keeping with that theme. Mm-hmm. But I, I agree that that is very moving. Okay. What are you, Mr. Sal? What else you got? Well, I'm, I'm going to jump to horse's speech at the end here. So okay. do you have anything else before that? No, 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 that's fine. Okay. So she says, my herd has traditions too. It's something they, and then she pauses and says, it's something we do every day and every night. And I, you know, watching horse become a part, or a legitimate part of this herd, this family uh, has has been moving throughout the entire series. But this is a really nice culmination to it. They yeah, pretty good payoff in terms of that. I'm curious. I'm actually kind of curious to what'll happen at the end of the series, assuming like horse and the and co win like will horse live in central world will she live in the human world like will everyone just move to one world like what's i i uh, anyway just curious um, i don't we, we will. for that uh, maybe no, that we'll would be an option i don't even know what'll happen but so i have to see uh, in keeping with this theme of finding commonality and what you can accomplish when you do find that commonality um one of the lines in my favorite song in the episode is nothing better represents our world than this colorful collection of singing, dancing, magic beings meeting here today 
And when a chorus gathers at the end of the Rainbow Road, they're one family. So I mean, there's, I mean, that's the whole theme. And it also interspersed in that, in that line, uh, the Moltars jump up and say holes. The cold tars say breathe in a bag. Uh, the Hail uh, Glendale. Yep, Melangela says privilege. Like all, so all we're getting all of this. You know, it's also a a big celebration of diversity, which really is is pretty. That always chokes me up. Like when when I see it portrayed this way, it's it's really it's beautiful. So, um, and then I've got to talk about this last song a little bit more, unless you want to chime in here. No, you're good. Okay, so way back in the very first episode when uh, you gave the first episode of seven um, and it was your least favorite episode of season one. Yeah. I said, I said that it's one of my favorite episodes and it's, I love it so much. Uh, at the end, I get so choked up seeing them all clasp hands at the, at the dome uh, as, as they kind of look at each other and Wama Wink, you know, takes down the barrier. Um, and, a lot of it has to do with this song because they do exactly that same thing again in this song. They all clasp hands, right? And and Wamoink does her magic again. Uh, so I, when I see it in the first episode, I'm I'm projecting out to this and and, and seeing what this family becomes. And uh, I mean, it it chokes me up every time. But beyond that, I just want to talk a little bit about musically what's going on in this song. Because I'm sure you probably picked up on it, but you know, hey, new friends, as long as you're with me, I am home. All right. That hey, hey, the hey, new friends part is a reference to the Centaur World song from the first episode. I did not pick up on that. Okay. Oh, wait. Well, there's more. So, <laughs> so, so, uh, that's you know, that song starts in episode one. Hey, new friends, I'm glad you made it. Like, well, actually, that's this one, but but it starts "Hey, new friends" in that episode one song as well. Uh, continuing on, uh, there's a line in this song where Horse says, "But I know you're fearless too," which is a reference to Fragile Things. Okay. Okay. There's another line in this song: "You're okay, you're all right," which is Ryder's lullaby. Yeah. And then there, there's more. It takes a little boldness and a little bit of magic. Together we'll go into the unknown. Like that's reference to Hello Rainbow Road at the end of episode one. So, so much of why I love this song and why I love episode one is because they bookend the series like this. Uh, and, and this song has references. I wouldn't call it a reprise. It's almost more of a medley of four other songs from the first two episodes of the series. Um, and I think that once you have the context even up to this point of the of this broad scope of the series when you go back and watch episodes one and two it's it's a special experience i i i probably will rewatch the first two episodes yeah because i'm kind of curious to um what i missed out on relative to it yeah i i probably i'm not i'm not gonna do that now i'll finish the series first but yeah i i i do i do plan on doing next i'm curious but anyway yeah so this this song just i I love it so much as soon as they start singing as soon as horse sings the first line hey new friends as long i'm glad you made it like as soon as she says that 
I immediately recognized it as being exactly what Wamawink sang to her upon her arrival in Centaur World. And I just lose it. Like from that moment on, I'm just crying through the whole song. It's 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 incredible. Okay. Glad it moved you, Mr. Sal. Oh, uh, yeah, it did. I, the, the only other moved us bet I have is um which we might even talk about in no wait, no, I have two. Well, I have the um I think we'll save it for well that one for emotional touches of health. But the, the one that moved me was horse willing uh to you know ram uh the nowhere king or use her use her powers because yep. uh, mm-hmm. she's willing to self-sacrifice in that in yeah sense. yeah oh that's as it's and I'm curious what her plan is like so like I wonder if like she she could theoretically since she kind of freezes them up when she's in their backstory or if she goes mm-hmm. in their backstory and just never leaves well I think that that is uh kind of what Wamawink at least is thinking yeah because she, you know, she, she cheers knows. up and stuff yeah yeah she, like she 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 knows you know she's this is gonna freeze up the nowhere king yeah and horse knows that it will the horse yeah like they, they like they made a willful they they willfully showed us how it freezes people up like right yeah. absolutely and, so, and and stabby says that they won't do anything until the nowhere king tells them to he controls them with his mind mm-hmm. So if the Nowhere King is frozen, he can't control the Minotaurs either. Yeah, so I'm curious. I'm curious to see what will happen there. I'm also curious to see the backstory of the Nowhere King, just because I I, oh, I, I, yeah. I feel like I feel like he's going to be a powerful being that he'll be able to like, despite it being a backstory, present Nowhere King can still talk to Horse or like the backstory Nowhere King can see Horse still. Like, oh, you're spying so, uh. something. I, I just feel like that. Maybe not, but I just feel like somehow some people talk wow. to Noah, Noah King. But anyway, that, that, that's not really for this part. Yeah. You know, the, one of the other things about this scene that really gets me is when Horace turns around and says, take care of each other. When she says that, like, I think the implication there is that she thinks she's not coming back. Yeah, no, definitely. If you, I mean, when you say to someone, take care of each other, Thank you for being my family. Like, oh, oh. only other thing you didn't say was, I knew you guys well. (laughs) Oh, goodbye. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for being my family. I I mean, my heart melts in this scene. This this episode is, I'm, I want to say it's my favorite episode, but then I think back on bunch of scrunts in the in welter episode and i think oh, man, i don't how can i possibly they got these anyway uh, I, I i love this okay are you ready to talk about magical moments that made us think about emotional intelligence and mental health yes mr sal i'm, I'm prepared okay. uh i i can start off with the with the milder one here yep uh yep. mama wink is scared the party will not be good enough and she wants to call it off for that reason and yes just, uh there's the whole nerves of that and it's I mean, there's there's a lot you can either take from it. Like, you can get pretty general with it in terms of anxiety over, you know, not being good enough for something or mm-hmm. uh, one's ability in something. But, you know, you do like everyone, or if not everyone, it's a pretty relatable feeling of, oh, I don't think it's good enough, or I'm, you know, yep. worried about blank. So, yeah. You know, it, it, we talk a lot of, in school as teachers and administrators, we talk a lot about fear of failure. 
Yes. Okay. It's a, so like it's it's a it's a problem uh, that we in education need to work on. Uh, we we have to try to overcome students' fear of failure and and help them figure out how to fail and learn from that and recognize that that failure was a valuable experience. Uh, and it's it's hard. It's really hard to do. Uh, there, the fear of failure is a real thing. And when, when you're working with teenagers, I mean, it there's I mean, a lot of fear of failure. Oh yeah, fear of failure is like not even. I think everyone to some extent has a fear of failure for the most part. Mm -hmm. Like a fear of failure to me at least is tied to a fear of re rejection, which I think most yes. people also feel right. Like mm -hmm. it's 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 a reason for like it's kind of hard to ask people out because it's like oh well what, yep. you know so that's the. Yeah, it, it, it's a thing most people have. And yeah, it's hard. It's a thing people have to work um, towards, I think, for yes. the most part. So, yeah. Yes. It's really and, they're, and they're displaying it here with Wama Wink. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So. How about the woman stress eating? Oh, you're, oh, you're talking about, when you said the woman, I'm like, which woman are you referring to? Like, <laughs> you mean, the, you mean the, the only woman. one? Yes. yes. Yeah, the only woman. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot to take from her because so, like, she's eating. Uh, yeah. you know she doesn't really appears you know she's not cleaning up after herself she's not really you know leaving wearing shoes the uh <laughs> yeah. yeah not leaving uh the bear tara's den like yep. it seems like she might and you know she talks about she's upset about her failure like her her yeah. seems like you know perhaps she's even like depressed or something like she's not you know she's not in a good uh she's not in a good mental state yeah this is a this is a portrayal i mean this might be why we haven't seen her I mean, yeah, yeah. this is at and least that, explanation. It is. It want. is explanation. I saw this. I was like, okay, I see why we haven't seen her. Right? She's yep. been sad here. Sad. That's fine. I think it's and, beyond sad. I think this is depression. Oh yeah, no, it is. It is depression. Yeah. Uh, not incorrect though to say sad. Not incorrect, but definitely, I think no. it is depression. Uh, yeah. What's it? There's um. I I wonder could they've shown us the scene at some point earlier in the series. And I don't know. I like. I don't know whether it would have been good or bad not to. I guess like a benefit of like, we're aware of the woman. She's depressed. Like okay, noteworthy. But also, you know, she yeah, she's depressed. And then we see this scene of okay, she's still depressed. But now the bear tar has like a place. You know, hey, we could try doing this. Maybe it'll cheer you up. Uh, yeah. Which, by the way, so what a great you know person the bear tar is. Best tar. Yep. Bear tar. <laughs> Just remember, I was all in on the bear tar. I day remember, one. I, I won't let me noted. Okay, so we'll, we'll see. It, it is noted, and we'll see. His stocks and keep going up, Mister Sal. This is just the beginning. Okay. Uh, but yeah. I, you know, I I feel like I I need to temper your expectations on that right to the moon. now because to the otherwise you're to the moon. Oh no, don't don't do that. <laughs> don't to the do moon. That. Like we need to to the moon right now. Oh, no, 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 no. We no, can no, only go no, up from no. here, Mister Sal. I've I've doubled down. I, I put every you are, of my life are. savings into the bear tar. We'll you're see. setting yourself up for disappointment. <laughs> don't, oh, don't do we'll, see. we'll see. We'll have to see Mr. Sal. Only the, only, only the future knows. But yeah, so that. Oh, I, I've seen the future. <laughs> you have, yeah, I know. So I guess you do know. But yeah, yeah. No, so definitely, yeah, the woman, uh, the woman scenes definitely won. Yeah. Yeah. How about, uh, I mean, we've already kind of talked about it, but at one point, uh, I think it's horse says, it seems like everyone is having their own hoot nanny. Yeah, and yeah. Wamawink says separated. Yeah, so like the, there's a bit of I I say segregation, although yep. the difference between like the U.S. The segregation and stuff is segregation is forced, right? And it was policy yep. put in place yep. by either like 
businesses or government institutions, right? This isn't really forced per se, but no, still in the sense that like, you know, they're not they're not like mixing up. Like, uh, they're not segregation, they're not, not not legal segregation. Yeah, it's not legal but, segregation, but they're still segregated. Like they're still like yeah, not yes. know, together. So I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want it to be misconstrued of like what people typically think of segregation, but it's still like I would say the definition. What, what's of it called? There, there's a there's a word tri- tribalism. Tribalism, I guess, would make sense here. I mean, I you know, know it's true definition of it, but that sounds it's, right. You know, you go to the lunchroom and there's the table with the jocks and there's the table with the burnouts and there's the table with the, the wait, 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 What was the second table and... you just said? Wait, what was the second what? table? Wait, did you say jocks and brunettes? No, burnouts. Oh, burnouts. I said brunettes. I'm like, what? Like, well, I never knew people sat based on their hair color. Like, no, no, no. It's a whole new level. But no, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah definitely. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's the tribalism, which is like yeah. tribalism is not good for fostering a community. No, of, it's it's harder. Like if you have people that are in tribes, it's hard to make one big community out of it. So it's hard. It is. To. Yeah, you can. It's possible. I mean, it, like I think some tribalism is good, but not like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, yeah I, I don't want to. I don't want to downplay the importance of a community having a community because it is so important for you to have. A community where you feel like you fit in because mm-hmm. you you have you're with like-minded people or people who share your experiences that's that's so important but you know if you go to a party you're li- more likely to you know find the people you already know and hang out with them the whole time than you are to interact with the people you don't know yeah and that's essentially what's happening here it is literally what's happening yeah they're all <laughs> just sectioned off and they're having micro parties <laughs> yep big party <laughs> micro parties i like it yeah. all right uh, and then you know just so to parlay that into horse of speech where she says an army is made up of individuals who all bring unique qualities to the battle you might think too many differences exist between you to come together in that way but i know what centaurs are capable of so i mean this is exactly the right thing to say here you know you you've got people who can do this and you know, you've got the whole tars who can who can dig under the minotaurs you've got the 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 sky tars who can fly over the minotaurs um and you know individually it might not be enough but you put it all together and, and you've got w- exactly what you need look at pb and j sandwich so, yeah no, no the other the other thing part of that sentence that she says is you might think too many differences exist between you to come together in that way and and that is another you know heavy theme of at least this episode if not all of centaur world you know you look at the herd and none of them look like each other and you and even in the first episode you know horse says you're a herd right yeah yeah it's an so, odd, it's so much group here but so much of this episode and centaur world in general is about recognizing the differences that you have at least to me the, 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 this this is you know obviously my perspective on it but you know recognizing the differences you have and that you still can find commonalities that bring you together i which is a beautiful theme to, to insert in here so fair okay you got anything uh, else uh, i'm trying to think let's see here uh so okay one 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 one, one last thing I, I don't know how much this really goes into but when the network king's army they roll right on up, right? They've got the sneak attack yep. ready. Mm-hmm. And Ryder is like seemingly kind of done in the sense, oh, we ready for this. This is not good. Like, this is, but water, baby, 
some leaves, right? Uh, we could, you know, we could we could still maybe do this, but it's um, mm-hmm. it's just it's it's a different it's it to me it reminds you of like glass half full, glass half empty kind of mentality when that happens. It turns okay, like, yeah, you know, something has come up, and especially if it's like a like a like a hill or like a that one or whatever whatever analogy you want to use of like some problem in your life coming up, and it depends on the problem, obviously, like a more severe issue, you're probably a more negative outlook, but you know. I guess a whole army sneak attack you use a pretty severe one, but you know, just just the concept of a problem comes up, and you have some ways to look at it. Whether you're, oh, yeah, I, I I'm ready, I can do it, or ah, oh, this is really bad, and I'm not capable. So, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, one one more thing uh, mm-hmm. for the emotional intelligence and mental health piece. One of the lines the horse uh, sings in the Hotenani Corral is. Hey, new friends, as long as you are with me, I am home. Uh, and the concept of home being not just a place, but rather uh, the, the people that, that, you, that you love, the people that it's people that make a home, not a house. Yes. Well. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've done a lot of thinking about the concept of home over the last few years. I don't know. I don't know why it just kind of all of a sudden struck me. I was I don't know. You know, I was listening to a lot of music that was themed. Uh, about home uh, you know I, I think it started actually when we did our rewatch of the leftovers well my rewatch of the leftovers your first time <laughs> the leftovers um and you know at one point one of the characters uh sings the simon and Garf- garfunkel song uh what's the name of that song it's not just home do you know, do you know what i'm talking about i only know what, what don't they sing rich girl Rich girl, I don't think so. <laughs> Which song do they sing that I know? I know one of their songs. I recognize their names. Which they oh, Simon and Garfunkel. Oh no, yeah. no. So it's it's the karaoke song. If if that helps you at all. Yeah, it's Hollow Notes. No, it's not Hollow Notes. It's it's Simon. No, and that's Garfunkel. Rich Girl though. No, I, I, I remember. I remember what I know that they sing. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even you, know. I'm making. You don't remember the song? Oh, I mean, not from the not from the. Uh, Song, the singers there you go. okay well the, the name of the song is homeward bound that's what it is i do remember this song yes, homeward bounce yeah they, they sing it a few times yes i do yes yeah I do so it's such a it's such a heavy theme of the leftovers the concept of home and so to see it show up here in centaur world i mean it's it's been here in centaur world the whole time and from episode one that's what it's what this shows it's so much of what this shows about is the is that home is family it's not and it, not just the family you're born into, but your found family. Uh, so yeah, I, I love it. Okay, I'm done. How about you? Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm good. Oh I mean, yeah, I'm good. You know, you know who's not done though. Griffin <laughs> and Hugo. Griffin and uh, Hugo. Let's, let's see what they have to say. Yes. Well, here we are. I'm Mr. Sal, and I just finished crying after watching the Hoot Nanny. <laughs> And I'm here with my boys, my herd, Griffin and Hugo. And I'm wondering how they felt about the episode. So, Hugo, on a scale from one to five, what would you rate? For the, the deepness, for the deepness and for the deepness, uh 50. 50? Oh wow. Okay. And anything else or just for the funniness, 20. Oh, wow. Okay. And Griffin, what would you rate the, the Hootenanny on a scale from one to five? Five. Five? Five out of five. Perfect score. All right, Hugo. Do you, what is your favorite song in this episode? 
Nanny Chorus. The Hoot Nanny Coral at the end? Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Griffin? Hootenanny Coral. Yeah? Not Guskin the Gopher Tire? No. Oh, wow. Interesting. That's my second one. That's what I thought you were going to say. Okay. And then... Even even sometimes I, Comfortable Doug reincarnated as a human, like (laughs) the deep stuff. Wow. Amazing. Griffin. In fact, I like that song and everything after it gotcha and who's your favorite character in this episode there is very close to comfortable doug being in it <laughs> very very close <laughs> wait pick gary but no no i'm not picking gary <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna have to say the first guy i'm kidding he his face shows up for like a split second the first time yeah, yeah. no i'm not i'm not saying the first star. okay <laughs> i need my brain will not let me will not let me say anything but horse. I I hear you. How about you, Hugo? Who's your favorite character in this episode? Horse. Horse. Okay. And Griffin, do you have a favorite scene in this episode? Definitely. What? Hootenanny Curl and everything after it. Oh, from there. And to also the Guskin the Gopher Tar. <laughs> nice. Guskin the Gopher Tar. Guskin the Gopher Tar is your favorite scene, Hugo? Yeah. Gotcha. But it doesn't count as my favorite song. Yeah, I understand. I totally understand. Is there anything? Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to say about this episode, Hugo? It's in the way of the last episode. But you loved this episode, right? Yeah. But the last episode, look out, right? Look out for crying. So much crying. All right. And Griffin, anything else you'd want to say about this episode? I can't wait to die for two reasons next episode die because i ran out of breath laughing and die because i drowned in tears oh man there's going to be laughter and tears in the next episode well a lot of laughter and tears we will be looking forward to watching the last lullaby but we do have to dedicate an hour and a half to that one right oh, wow yes. yeah it's like a movie but we love it and we can't wait to watch it. Centaur World, the movie. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you for the last lullaby. Bye. Wow. There's some high praise for this final episode here. Penultimate, I- right? Or, wait, oh, the final or the penultimate? The final. Okay. Yeah. 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 I might, I might, I might die watching this. Kurt, <laughs> Kurt I, you know, uh, you know, uh, first of all, folks, before we talk about the, the last lullaby, let's just put a bow on the Hootenannies. Have I convinced you that this is 10 worthy? Hmm. Uh, you got a pitch here. You like right right now. OK, you got to right now. I'm not going to. But you got yeah, one chance. All right. This is such an emotional episode from the moment the herd joins hands on the stage to the moment that horse jumps into the nowhere king. I don't stop crying. The emotions. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. The emotions of all the reprises within the Hootenanny Corral song, the, the theme of diverse populations working together and ultimately horses sacrifice for the sake of her found family. It's, it's all just too beautiful to bottle up. And I feel all the feels watch, wash over me. I, I adore this episode, I, and I think that you should too. You did not had anything new. No, I, I wasn't sorry. Were no, you I was reiterating, reiterating, okay. re- reiterating. Make sure you remember all my arguments. It's a high nine. <sighs>
You're heartless, Kurt. You're heartless. I'm not heartless. Oh, if I was heartless, <laughs> I'd give it a seven. Oh, I say too true. much emotion. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be heartless. That would be heartless. I mean, I, no, you know. no, that might be anti-heart. So, like, you have, I don't know what yes. anti-heart is, but anyway, I listen, I have a few things to say, mostly prediction-wise. Okay. Um, what it called? I, I think I've already said write some these things. down. I haven't written down. If you don't, thank you. And I'll I would rather them. not. <laughs> okay, good. So, I'm definitely curious on this backstory bit with the Noah King. I have no idea where they're like take it or what'll happen or what happened, but. I'm just assuming the woman wronged him in some way or caused him to become how he is. That's why, you know, I think pretty safe assumption, but we'll see. Uh, I'm wondering what's going to happen. This is also not a prediction, just me wondering how Ryder uh, is going to be, but basically how the herd and Ryder are going to interact now that I'm I'm assuming, yeah, horse is going to be inside uh, the nowhere King's backstories, but you know, outside in the actual, uh, human world, you know, what are they going to be doing uh, with horse? That's true. There's stuff, and now the, the Minotaur is not being like brain controlled. I don't know if that means they have free will or if there's going to be frozen there in place. I don't know, but we'll see. It's but it's like worlds collide, right? Is yeah. we have one friend group interacting with another exactly, group. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like, yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, there's no, there's no there's, that middleman is not there right now, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hoping Becky Apples will speak. I'm really worried, but come on. Let's go Becky Apples. <laughs> let's go Beartar. I'm up on that. Hot Goss maybe next as a tack. Maybe a triple drop. Maybe some tiny cells. I'm, these these are all things I'm hoping for. But we'll see. I don't think maybe we won't get all those. And I do think I this is a, this actually a real prediction here. I do think the general and the army are going to certainly show up. I think it would be ridiculous if they didn't. Based on they did it. But I think they will eventually show up. Or at least if they don't show up, We'll get the rationale. I mean, I already know the rationale as to why the the nowhere king has done a sneak attack, but we'll get like more. We'll get more on them if they don't come. So that's gotcha. my that's my prediction. And also, no, actually, I'll leave that. I'll leave that. Okay, I won't, I won't say that. Okay, that some all. of those things are going to happen. Some of those things are not going to happen. Well, no, then wait. Oh no, wait, wait, which ones won't happen? Because I gotta get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> I might be Becky Apple speaking. I don't think she's going to speak. I'm actually really confident. Like I'm very sad I made that prediction, but I will stick with it. Okay. So, okay. There you go. That's all. All right. Well, folks, we want to make make sure that you understand uh, something about next week. Or not, yeah, it will be next week. So something about this next episode, the last lullaby. It's about an hour and thirteen, hour and fourteen minutes long. Uh, I don't know how to cover that episode in the format we have used to cover these episodes, uh, all of the episodes leading up to this. Uh, it, it's it deserves more than that. So we are going to be cover. We're going to be doing uh, kind of a scene by scene recap of the episode, uh, and along the way, we'll chime in with with all these things. All all the stuff is still going to be here. And we're still going to talk about emotional intelligence and mental health. We, we can't help but do that with Centaur World. We're still going to talk about moments that moved us and moments that made us laugh. Uh, I, I think probably, Kurt, we can go ahead and guess our favorite things in the beginning like we have done. Yeah, but when it com- But when it comes to magical moments, uh, we should get those as they come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, uh, because I don't want to miss anything in this episode. I, honestly, I've been waiting to just pick this episode apart scene by scene since I saw it for the first time, I, I, I want to sit down 
and really dive into it. So uh, I think that's, I think it's important. I, and by the way, everybody I know who's watched the series has really liked the series up to the finale. I mean, really liked it. And everybody I know says when they watched the finale, their jaw was just on the floor the whole time. So uh, you're kind of hyping it a bit, Mr. Sal. I'm hyping it a bit. I'm hyping it. Now we'll see. We'll live up to this hype. Having uh, having said that, a lot of your predictions. uh, I mean, you can set most of them aside. There are a couple that are true. (laughs) So um, because you can't possibly predict so much of what's going to happen. I know I can't too. It's three episodes (laughs) in one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's gonna be yeah. there's gonna bring things up and then conclude it. Yeah, well, but, uh, listen. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, you know what? You know what? Screw it. I'll I'll throw something in there. Ready, Mr. Sal? I'm gonna do okay, it. Okay, sure. Ready? Sure. The, the woman, writer's mom. Oh, okay. Done. All right. No, so I just so I I'm only saying that because I don't want your nope. disappointment over being wrong about predictions to color you want, your judgment. You want me to make another prediction now? Nope, you want to keep doing the more you do, really the more I want to do more predictions. Water baby. <laughs> And Durpleton cousins, boom, predict. Okay. All right, they're Durple cousins. Okay, well, I, you know, thank you so much for listening, folks. Uh, we do appreciate it. We appreciate uh, the likes and subscribes and downloads. Uh, we pr- really appreciate you sharing the podcast uh, and writing reviews. That would be wonderful as well. Uh, we do uh, even just you know plopping five stars on there without writing anything. That's fine too. Go for it. Uh, we also uh, would love to hear from you. So if you want to email us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com, we would love to hear from that uh, from you. And maybe we can even, if it's quick enough, maybe we can even talk about it. You are the best audience an adult teacher mistaken for a podcaster could possibly want.